This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, what's up, everybody? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast. It's another fast track Friday. That's where I look back at this week's questions and share a strategy that's worked for me and my students that can help you with all the stuff and the general kind of things we've been discussing this week. And so this week on Fast Track Friday, I want to talk about how do we develop our own sound? How do we develop our own sound and some strategies that you can start implementing or some ideas to get you thinking about doing this? I want to talk about this because we spent a lot of time this week talking about improvisation, right? And phrasing, like how do we phrase our lines? Um, How do we play rhythms in jazz? Uh, how do pianists and guitars play together? How do we, yesterday we talked about how do we play more creative ideas, Right. So all of this stuff, like how do we, how do we start playing the way we want to play? That's really what it gets me thinking about. And we all want to develop our own sound, right? We, 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 we want to feel like, you know, when we listen to Sonny Rollins, we know it's Sonny Rollins or Sonny Stitt. We know it's Sonny Stitt, Dizzy Gillespie. We know it's Dizzy Gillespie, right? And we want to have that too. Ultimately we do. And, and even if it's your goal, you're like, I want to sound just like Bill Evans. Unfortunately, my friend, you're never going to sound just like Bill Evans, right? You're going to probably get a lot of essences of Bill Evans. Um, someone might be able to tell that you're influenced by Bill Evans, but you'll never sound just like Bill Evans, right? So we all want to be developing a bit of our own sound in improvisation and in jazz or even outside of jazz. So what are some ways we can do that? So number one is take influence from a wide variety of different jazz musicians. Okay. So in other words, don't, if you're obsessed with, um, uh, Freddie Hubbard and Freddie Hubbard's your guy and you just, you, you want to like everything, Freddie Hubbard, all of his records, you listen to him, his records all the time. You transcribe his stuff. You're going to start really getting a lot of those ideas and internalizing that. And that's great. You should make a goal to do that, but you don't want to oversaturate yourself with Freddie Hubbard. Um, for me, you know, this happened with one of my favorite musicians, Peter Bernstein. I, I've always talked about him on this podcast as being a, a big influence of mine and a musician I love his playing. I, I realized that the more I listened to Peter Bernstein, the more I would just kind of mimic his sounds and what he would do, which is great. But in some ways, I wanted to kind of branch away from that. So I purposefully started listening to less Peter Bernstein because I wanted to kind of get more things going, other sounds, other influences, right? And, you know, for, for example, right, if, we're, if I'm just talking about guitar players here, not um, other, you know, instruments than my own, you know, who is another guitar player, jazz guitar player I really love 
um, would be Kurt Rosenwinkel, a great modern jazz guitar player, but plays nothing and does not sound anything like Peter Bernstein. And so that, that kind of is one way to start doing it, right? You get interested in other musicians, especially if they don't sound like the musicians you're really, really like I have a have gravitate towards that's going to help also other instruments, right? Instruments that are not your own, like get that perspective, like learn a solo of a piano player. If you're a guitar player, if you were a saxophone player, learn a guitar solo, right? These are approaches to improvising and playing that aren't necessarily always completely intuitive to your instrument. Like a guitar player might play something that a horn player wouldn't naturally do just because of the way the instrument is, uh, you know, aligned, right? It's the, the, the way, the way it's played the, that happens with the guitar all the time. You'll, you'll learn a piano solo and you're like, Oh, right. I mean, a piano player could probably play that a lot easier than I could, but at the same time doing that and going through that process helps me get more ideas and feel my instrument different, Right. Um, and so that's how we can start doing that. We can start sounding our own way by getting a wide range and influence of other different kinds of musicians. The second thing we can do, and I talked a lot about this in yesterday's episode, and that's composition, right? Composing your own stuff. And I spent a lot of time talking about that yesterday, so I won't overdo it on this episode today. But composition, again, you're taking the time to slow the improvisation process down and think through what you actually would want to play. And, and that way, you can you can change things, you can rearrange things, and as you go about doing it, you're internalizing those ideas, and those ideas are more likely to come out in your playing than you know anyone else's ideas that you've learned from an etude, from a record, from whatever. Um, and so that's one way to go about developing your own sound too, is you start learning the isms of you, right? Um, a Brent ism, right? A way I just sort of do things because it's the way I feel the instrument and it's based on things I've practiced in the past and things that have resonated with the music I've listened to, right? So that helps you develop your own sound as well, just composing and giving yourself the time to, to really go through and think about that stuff. Um, I talked about a wide influence of jazz musicians, but also having a wide influence of different kinds of music can also be really helpful. I, I think a lot about this with, with modern jazz players. They tend to have a, a, a bigger influence of different kinds of music they're interested in and they like. Uh, I'm thinking of a musician that I love, uh, Brad Meldow, piano player. You know, he does a lot of covers of Radiohead, um, uh, songwriters like Elliot Smith, people like this. And it's very obvious, of course, when he does the covers of their material, because they're like, well, obviously he's influenced by Radiohead because he's doing a Radiohead cover. But I mean, it's so interesting when you listen to it, right? And, and you also have to understand that even when he's playing a jazz standard, right, those influences are still there because he's listening to that music. You know, and of course he's listening to, I know he's one of those guys that listens to tons of different kinds of music, but if you want your jazz playing to, to be interesting, right, pull in influences from other styles of, of music and think about how you can relate those to the style of jazz when you're playing, when you're improvising, um, even compose your own jazz tunes and see how you can pull influences from the singer songwriters you're interested in or the rock musicians that you're interested in or hip hop or whatever you, you happen to like, right? 
that's that's a, that's when we get really interesting results starting to come up and and, and unique sounds from your instrument. Uh, finally, we talked a little bit about this in some of the other episodes, but it's just find different ways to approach your instrument. We talked about um, kind of getting stuck on a past episode, getting stuck playing notes and not really able to bridge that gap to creativity. And one thing I mentioned was simply just to try a different approach, try a different tool, try something else. If you're tired of playing pentatonic ideas, try a different structure, try a different scale, uh, try a different lick, uh, try a different pattern on your instrument. You know, maybe you're stuck on one register on your instrument or one area of your fretboard or one area of your piano, right? One certain type of fingering. Try changing the fingerings up a little bit, right? Uh, Going back to Kurt Rosenwinkel, there's this um, story I heard about him once where he, at one point in time, purposefully tuned his guitar uh, randomly uh, and then decided to learn how to play using this random tuning. I'm not entirely sure how random it was, but either way, he changed the tuning completely of his guitar, but he he learned how to play using that tuning, right? Now, that's an extreme example, but that's a way of just going like, hey, how am I going to navigate my instrument differently than I did before and come up with some interesting results? And so again, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you look at, you can also look at the, the limitations on your instrument and see technically, am I able to play, you know, low on my instrument and high on my instrument and, and every area in between? Um, because once you're able to navigate your instrument more freely, right, you're able to play things that are coming out more freely. You develop more of your own sound just by having the ability to navigate the instrument better. Okay. So these are all ways you can develop your own sound and also stir up creativity and do a lot of the things that we discussed this week. Get better as a musician. So that's all for today's Fast Track Friday and another week of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Remember, knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. Remember that a lot of practice time isn't near as good as just a little bit of good practice. And if you could help us out, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify, leave a rating and review over there. It just helps other people who find the show go like, hey, a lot of people like this show and here's some nice things that they're saying about the show. It just really helps out and uh, spreads the love to more and more people. So thanks for doing that. And of course, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast because I don't want you to miss out on any of the episodes. We have another really, really great week coming up and you never know if just one of these episodes, one of these short eight to 10 minutes that we do every single day, if that could be a game changer or something that changes your playing forever, you just never know. So subscribe to the show. Look forward to seeing you back next time. Happy practicing and cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.